Welcome back to the Heads in the Game podcast. I know every time we bring it back and it's like, oh, we're going to make it real this time. But this time it's real. It's the beginning of the season, not starting this halfway through. And we are extremely excited to bring you a new Premier League season. There is Luton Town back or back in the Premier League. In the Premier League, there's Manchester City coming off a treble. There's a young and hungry Arsenal team. There's a shit show at Chelsea and whatever the fuck is happening at Wolves. But we have got a fantastic set of 20 teams. Uh, as always, got the good group here. Missing Chris, but Ollie representing Wolves fandom on this dark, dismal day for the no. club. And then Arsenal represented by Turner. He's had months to recover from the misery of the end of the season. And so Ollie Turner, how are you guys? We're good. What an intro, Chaz. Uh, great intro. You didn't lose your, uh, you know, your, your, your beautiful intro ability or, you know, your beautiful ability to, to get a pod running. So, Hey man, uh, my, my easy, a senior year intro to philosophy class that I took, there's a podcast project and the, I did the intro and the guy said, Hey man, you got a future in this. And so I just took that and ran with it. So Dude, who's, who's your dad again? Does he have anything <laughs> to do with? Uh... We're off the air. Bleep, yeah. bleep it. <laughs> no I cross feel promotion. Like, uh, I feel like we're like a desert oasis. You know, we come, the, the pod happens sort of once in a, in a blue moon. And then when it comes, yeah. it's beautiful. I like to think I that the pod comes when the listeners need it. Like we just feel yeah, the spirit, like a spiritual yeah. pull. Yeah, you got a text from Charlie Foy, right, Chaz, that he's been uh, craving a, a new uh, soccer podcast. Oh, I get texts every day. Okay. Well, you know, not to get serious, but this Friday, the season kicks off. Um, we've got a great opening list of fixtures. Uh, of course, the first one, Burnley Man City. I think a lot of people who watched Burnley when they were last in the Premier are going to be a bit surprised at the different look on their Vincent company. But the most interesting thing that every soccer fan, football fan, spends all summer refreshing Fabrizio Romano timelines is summer transfer window. And so I thought before we just get into the actual games, you know, our three very different teams, uh, Chelsea, Arsenal, and Wolves, have all had very different goals in the transfer window. And so first, I just want to ask, you know, who do we think is the most exciting player that our squads have brought in? And then we'll open it up to the big league. So, you know, Turner, I guess I'll open up with you coming in at the top of the league table in our three league table, but, you know, infamously not at the actual top of the league table. Who are you most excited to see in an Arsenal shirt this summer after a very busy window for the Gunners? Yeah, yeah. Um... Jeez, I don't, I don't know who I'm most excited to see. I mean, the, I feel like the obvious answer would, would have to be Rice, but I also feel like he's, like, we signed him for, like, the lack of excitement. Well, maybe that's not entirely true, but the lack of excitement he will bring, if that makes sense. Like, on the field, I feel like he's just so calm, collected. Uh, and I feel like, like, the other players, Havertz and Timber, will be more exciting, uh, potentially. But I'm mean, not that Rice won't be. I don't know. I mean, it's... It's pretty insane. The three, the three slash now four, uh, which is a pretty insane fourth. Uh, I, I, I'd love to get your guys' takes on uh, the Raya news. Uh, that was, I guess, somewhat of a, inevitable, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it's 
it's pretty insane to see Arsenal go and spend what is it in total now? I mean, with Raya being 30 million pounds, I think it's like 230 million pounds, I want to say, and have that be like kind of the expectation. I think last, yeah, I mean, that's that's only like three Nicola Pepe's, so like that's not we're not talking that much money. Keep keep it, you know, you're you're you know, Chelsea money is uh, is a whole other whole other debacle, but more of that, uh. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be, I think we're going to be pretty good, but I think it also, with the amount of money and last season, like, this is the biggest, there's just so much expectations on us that I'm I'm a little bit nervous for that, but especially for the the players. But I don't know who, I, I actually can't answer that question. I Like, Havertz is such a bombshell. No one knows whether he'll score 18 goals or three goals. I think Timber and Rice are just really, really solid. And then, I don't, who knows, will Raya just be the Champions League goalie? Will he be yeah. starting against... Um, Nottingham Forest on Saturday. Uh, I kind of feel bad for Ramsdale, but I'm also like, we sold Turner. I think Turner's, I well, for, for, oh geez, Fabrizio confirmed, but I think that's around ten million pounds we're hearing. So that that's now makes Raya twenty, like as a net, like twenty million for someone who's a lot of people think is better than Ramsdale. I don't know. I think it's pretty good business, even though obviously we spent. A lot more than that, but yeah, um, that's uh, that's my little take on on our window. But yeah, it's been very impressive. I mean, the rice thing was it's pretty pretty big, a good chunk of change for you know rice rice baby. Ollie, you know, obviously in a little bit of a different situation given FFP um, rules. Like I I know like for those of you unaware, we're recording this Tuesday night. Wolves' manager Julian Lopetegui has left the club after this. Baraka. So I guess all I'll like, you know, you answer the transfer question, but I also want your take on Wolves right now. I guess we've got to address it. The, you know, elephant in the room, one would say. Yeah, well, thanks, Chaz. And um uh, I'll uh I'll say that um I'm very just unhappy. It doesn't feel like almost anything. I mean I had a lot of hope seeing all these preseason games under Ulin. Um, he's gone. I'm not loving it on his end. I'm not loving it on the owner's side. It just seems like very shambolic overall. Um, and yeah, I think, I mean, you can see our transfer window is insane. Like we literally just picked up Matt Doherty, who we already had on a free. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and like, it's just a bit ridiculous. I, I think in terms of the season outlook, I think we have class and um, though we don't have a lot of it, we have, I think the our, our starting players are, are very talented. And um, I think, you know, whether it be Gary O'Neill or someone else who we appoint, we'll, uh, we'll probably end up, I think, staying up, but it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a battle for sure. Jeez. Wait, what uh Ollie, who have you guys other than Neves, who have you sold? Uh like we, you, you got we rid of sold, um Jimenez goes to Fulham. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Jimenez, uh Matinho left, um Nathan Collins went to Brentford, Cody yeah, went Collins. to Leicester. That was a big one. Um, yeah, a lot of people. Damn, Jesus. Yeah. Jeez. I saw that nerdy goal uh the other day. That was, that was. Who's goal? Who's goal? How do you pronounce his name? Eight, eight Nori. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! 
bat boy. <laughs> but it's like random volley. And but that's another thing about what's happening. I feel like behind the scenes is like he's trying to go to Nice because he doesn't want to be at, at the club anymore. He's talked about it with his manager. Fabio Silva and his manager have openly been like, he doesn't want to be here. That was yeah. before preseason. And I think the fans have been trying to show him love because he's all we really have at this point. But like it even just seems like even the some of the players who like I really love on the team are are not trying to be there. I don't know if there's it just seems like and other people have been saying this, but it does seem like just behind the scenes at the club, like stuff is really messed up even more than is showing, which is a lot like. so. I'm yeah. Worried. And also, you know, you don't we the Automa show, which I know has been sort of a horror show over the past few years, but end of oh, an I'm so happy he's gone. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish him the best, but I mean. It's just been just such an annoyance to have him come on the field and just do the same thing every time. Yeah. Well, I guess speaking of dysfunctional club environments coming from a little different tax bracket, I guess, uh, you know, the Chelsea situation of the summer, I guess I was going to answer my own question by saying in Kunku. And then of course, in typical Chelsea fashion, he's out till December um, with, you know, to be down to that field that they're playing on. I've watched some of that game. That field was awful Chaz I don't like, know how Chelsea fans are about that but it was like one of those I will years. just it's so Chelsea and I like I'll forever remember 2018 before the Europa League final Chelsea goes to Boston to play a anti-semitism friendly and Ruben Loftus-Cheek had had the best season of his career by far he was playing under sorry sorry was playing you know really interesting ways with him so this is 2019 2019 Europa League final uh before it and they go and play in Boston and he like gets horrifically injured on a you know a bad pitch, bad conditions, you know, in a totally I mean meaningful in terms of the effort, but meaningless competitive game. And I was just like, I mean, that was a crazy example because it's in the season, but like the field people are playing on, it's like you know just got to pray for Messi, man. And MLS, like, this guy is playing with his life every time he travels to Salt Lake, but. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I would say Nico Jackson would be mine, though. That guy looks in- very dynamic. He didn't take the nine shirt, which means that he's going to score 30 goals. Um, these are just the rules at Chelsea, and um, I'm looking forward to where we go from here. So you got to explain, because, you know, you only talked about one signing, but uh, it seems like every other week there's a 15 million euro, uh, 2000, you know, as Fabrizio would say, born in 2005, the player wants the club. Uh, you know, that, that that's always how like, it comes out of his mouth. I'm gonna be uh, honest here, Turner man. <laughs> I don't know who any of these guys are. Like, I like the first like 12 I watched like the YouTube compilations of. I physically don't have time to keep up with like the just plethora of like 18-year-old Brazilians that we have bought. Like, I legitimately think that we could put like a Brazil U20 team and at least make the quarterfinals of the U20 World Cup. You point. might go. You might be top four with Strasbourg, right? Isn't that the plan? That Strasbourg's going to win League One with your backup team? Like, this is insane. They're yeah. all going to go to Eastern France. Yeah, <laughs> I like don't really understand anything that goes on at Chelsea anymore, which makes it even more fun because you really have no idea um, what's going to happen this season. I guess we don't really, but we're going to try our best because you know. 38 game season our teams have come from a long way i'm gonna ask you ollie you know 
in April, May, staring down the barrel of the season. Who you got winning? Who's your top four? Who's my top four? All right. Well, here's what I got. And now. (laughs) He's cooking. He's cooking. Yeah. So. I just think that to me, it seems really unlikely that city's not going to win the league again. That's my take. I know it's kind of boring, but like, I just feel like that's going to happen. Um, you know, they're still making signings. They're still doing everything that they can in their power to stay on top. And even though, you know, Arsenal eh, got to win, I don't think that that was really a convincing showing and really like enough to, to, to outlast that city side. That's so, you know, can change out four or five different players and will be like game week to week, you know, or whatever, and, and stay on top. So top top four is good for me. City. I, this is more of a want, but second, I have Newcastle just because I feel like that'd be fun. Oh, a want? We're wanting the Saudis? Okay, okay. No, I just I you know less of an ownership and more of a player thing. Like I just like their team. Um, fair. They they've got a very fun team. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, seeing Almiron up there, like trying to take you know with this smile. Okay, so anyways. Then I think Arsenal are still going to be in it. I think it's going to be really close. So I have them as third because I think that like last season, for most of the season, they will probably be up there and it's going to be like a lot of changing between them, City, United, Brighton, whatever, whoever it's going to be. So I have them at finishing third and um, Brighton fourth, but close fifth, Man United. All right. I mean, I guess I'll go next because I, I want to leave the suspenseful answer for Turner at the end. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm plugging and plug in right now, Hendy. All right. All right I'm going to set you up well, though, because I'll go from fourth to first. So in fourth mm. place, hometown by, I mean, I got to, I think Chelsea can sneak in at fourth. I think they can. I mean, like, look, for all we think about the way the club is run, you know, the, in my opinion, there's two teams far and above the rest of the Premier League field, in my opinion. And I think that there's a lot of others in the next space. And I think maybe Chelsea are a step below that space. But, you know, as a fan, I'm optimistic. So my heart will say fourth, which is, you know, whatever. And third, I, you know, am joining you, Ollie, in that I think Newcastle have, like, put together a really interesting team. I'm very confused by the Tenali signing. I like, I guess in every time I've watched Milan play, I think he's a very interesting player. He's a very good player. I don't know if he necessarily fits what Newcastle will need him to do. And I don't really understand like, and also this is like a more of an observational thing. Anecdotally, I think the adjustment from Serie A to the Premier League is a very difficult one. And I think we see this with a lot of the players that come do very well in Serie A. I think just there's like, and it's, whether it's cultural, whether it's physical, like whatever it is, I don't know. I don't, I haven't played in the Italian or the Premier League, but I think that's an issue. Um, but I think Izak is like one of the most in, like fascinating, most fun to watch players in the world. They've got a really interesting supporting cast. Bruno Gramarsh is like unbelievable. And then 
you know, Botman is only going to get better. I'm very high on Newcastle. In second, wow. in second, um, I'm going to go Manchester City. Mm. I think, you know, it required last year a all-time performance by Erling Holland to win the title. I think City have gotten better in certain areas this season, but I think they've also gotten worse in a, in a few. I think it's going to be very interesting to see how they integrate. Cause I think that they're going to have to play Phil Foden, like our regular starter. And obviously he's has the talent and he has the ability, but whether that will work in terms of moving away. Cause I think they have less attacking rotation options than they've probably had in a few years. And also, mm-hmm. you know, it's very rare for teams to win every title for a bunch of years in a row. It's just the nature of the Premier League. And of course, and first I've got Arsenal. I think business has been extremely good this uh, window. I think the Timber signing is the best signing that a team has made in terms of identifying a need. And I think that something that holds back championship caliber teams is being able to make tough decisions. I think the teams that do make it like city are so good at this. Like they are ruthless. Like, if they think that there's a better option in the position, even if you've had a good season, they will go for it. And I think Arsenal have shown that R- signing Raya when Ramsdale had a good season, putting signing Havertz to, you know, introduce a new level. And like I Havertz is not a player that they signed to back up Gabriel Jesus. They clearly have plans for him. Like you don't spend that much money for a, a depth option. And then Declan Rice, which was not a, Oh, like Declan Rice was a, like, they needed a better player in that position. In my opinion, I think, and the end of the Xhaka era is a fascinating one. I think it'll be very interesting to see how Xhaka is remembered by Arsenal fans 15 years from now, given the highs and lows. I think, well, I think he ended like unbelievably well, but like the lows were. But, but, but you know, but you know, it's so obvious that like no one's going to like, people will remember that, but he'll be, he'll be, he'll be held in high, high. Oh, yeah, I hope so. But like, you know, throwing the captains, off, but I think the recovery of his narrative is really interesting. Don't worry. Fly so that's my, oh, bro. Then, yeah. Flashing the Albanian Eagle. <laughs> hey, wait, we don't you know we don't hear it. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah, that's uh, what I was saying. This is an audio platform. So Turner yeah. did not very political, very political. Yeah. And, huh? Um I don't want to <laughs> Yeah, we are. Um, but yeah, so Turner, a lot of pressure on you now. I can't believe the day where Chaz Horn puts Arsenal on top of the league. I don't I don't even know if I need no, to I go. think I'm going through this, Andy. That's all I need. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping that's on, on record. Uh it's a mental health crisis over here. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I'm I'm a little shocked to your guys' top fours. I I don't really know. I mean, like I think you guys are gonna like get pissed at me for playing humble. Um, but I think true. I don't know how Man U isn't in uh, anyone's top four, right? I got that right. Uh, ah. I think I think Villa. I think Villa will come in fifth. I think like, just just to put that there, if not close fourth, I think. That Pau Torres might be. I think Pau Torres is potentially signing the season for me. Yeah, that great right too. Like that is absurd. Um, but we'll see. Maybe Emery will will it'll all fall down as it did for us to some extent. But um, all right. So I'm gonna go United. You're gonna hate this, but I actually think we're gonna come in third. I know. I know that sounds like such bullshit, and I'm trying to like put low expectations. Ollie had you guys in third too, so. Yeah, no, I know, but uh, like you know, with with whatever, just like it, <laughs> after the season that we had and uh, everything. But I think, I, I think we'll be good. I just think this Champions League will fully 
derail slash just change how we approach our season. We haven't had it in seven years. It's going to be a big deal for Teta's biggest competition. Um, yeah, or I mean, obviously the Premier League's massive, but I I just think that'll that obviously we have depth, but um, and I don't like the fact that I think our striking department, everything else is insane uh, except for like a backup for Saka. Uh, and just the fact that Inketia, when Jesus is out, and even Jesus, I think, really didn't put the ball in the back of the net when he needed to all the time last season. So I, I just think we're like the finishing department is pretty, is isn't amazing, but everything else is crazy. The the timber signing real quick is insane when we look at like being able to have a right back too right now who can play inverted fullback, so it gives the Zinchenko role to a right back. So if we want to play Kivyar, who's like more left center back role on the left back and put Timber right back, you can then transition the three at the back with the right. Like that is brilliant. And the fact that we can do that now with two different players. And so when Zinchenko's out, we can either play. So I'm going nerdy on this, but like, it's so sick that like Arteta has found a way. It was not that insane, but just that like Timber gives us that option and can fill in in midfield when we're attacking. And um, that was what he was trying to do with party a little bit at the end, but it just like party's not, party's not a right back so that's really exciting um and yeah i mean i think we'll be good but i think i just think we're gonna we're gonna tire out i I think i'm gonna do a little bit of a shout here i think second is city and first is liverpool uh i don't know how liverpool didn't make any of your guys the top fours but i think klopp was able to survive the the eighth season curse i know Chaz is uh losing his mind but winning I think yeah. it's going to be insane this year. I'm not joking. I really do think Liverpool is going to be crazy. I think Nunez, that's why I signed Nunez, dude. I think not, Nunez is a 30-goal striker this season. Oh, like, <laughs> no, I, okay. You, you, can, say... you, can, you, can, you can rail on it, and I think yeah. you, you no, get I to whether a... McAllister, but I think they, they, signed, they sold Fabinho and Henderson for like 50 mil. They're going to get Lavia minimum, but I think they, like, they, I don't know that if that that midfield for me, Chaz is is. Yeah, I mean, you know, okay. But here's my yeah. I, I I've got a few things. I was like, a. Besides. Trent, maybe. Are any of those defenders getting better? Getting better. Like um, or, or. I mean, Kanate. Like, not to be Kanate, good, and I, like, I think had a, had, a, had a couple stinkers. You're not wrong there. And then also, my question is: I like, I agree with you that they probably end up getting Lavia. They they legitimately have zero holding midfielders like can play in the Premier League right now. And Lavia, I mean, very good. Like, I think extremely exciting player has played effectively one season of professional football for a terrible team and it was very impressive on that but mm-hmm. being a great player on a terrible team is a very different ask than being relied on to be yeah. one of 11 in a very good team and yeah. i think liverpool are really interesting and like they've got a lot of great players but a lot of teams have a lot of great players in my opinion and i like Klopp is a legend but their midfield depth is concerning um and i and, and i think like let's say they signed Caicedo there, I'd be a lot more confident. My number one pick, it, it, it very much probably will be City over Liverpool, but I think Liverpool will be will be really good this year. Um, I don't know, I don't know. I'm 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 intrigued. Their attacking options are just absurd when you like line up the Jota, 
uh, Nunez. Uh, who, do you, who do you have yeah. starting for them? In, I, mean, in I don't even know, dude. I don't know who's going to start out of like Gakpo, right? Uh, Gakpo, Diaz, Jota, Nunez, Sala. Uh, I guess they don't have Firmino anymore. Uh, there's like five insane forwards there. And then Shobozlai and McAllister, who I've, uh, yeah, again, yet to be. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think maybe maybe switch City and Liverpool or put Liverpool third, but I, I'm kind of surprised Liverpool is not even well, – they were in neither of you guys' top fours, yeah. right? No. I, I think Newcastle – also Newcastle with the Champions League, first one in a long, long time, that's going to – Yeah, uh, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Take I, that out of point. me. Because their depth I don't think is as good as ours. Um, So, I don't know. I, yeah, and then I think like Villa – Villa and I mean between Villa, Newcastle, Chelsea, and Spurs for that fourth or fifth through eighth is gonna be, and then you have Brighton as well. I mean it's gonna be insane. It's insane. These teams are all like, anyway. Um, that's kind of my where I'm coming from at it. But yeah, yeah. Well, that's our top. I guess I'll I'll stick with you, Turner, because we'll do reverse order for this one. Bottom three, who is going down? Uh, I think there's two of these are pretty nailed on for everyone in who's doing predictions, which is Sheffield and Luton. Um, I uh, I feel like it's maybe harsh on Sheffield. I, I they but they lost, they sold their best player. No, I, and I, like, I think Sheffield, I mean, look, like miracles can happen, and we get this later, but Sheffield have lost their, I mean, Sanderberg, they sold to a relegation rival which is burnley i mean it's yeah, just like new teams that are really rivals that's that. yeah that's insane they've lost their top remaining scorer from last year is a center back who scored six goals and that's what they're bringing in and oh and like you would think like oh well you know they did a nottingham forest they lost all their players they brought in a lot no this is a team that seems you know from face value to be pretty happy with the parachute payments that they would be getting in the championship next year. So, I mean, like stranger things have happened, but I, I completely agree with you, Turner. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go. I, I, I like wolves. I like Everton. I don't want them to go down. I'm going forest uh, along with uh, Sheffield and Luton. And I hope Luton come in 18th. <laughs> I hope they like somehow almost get from or stay up, but I don't, I just don't think so. Um, so yeah, that's what, that's what I'm going to say. Uh, what what are you saying, Chaz? Let's go. Let's leave OP at the end. I want to, I want to hear that thought. Lewin, Sheffield, Wolverhampton Wanderers. No, come on. What do you have us as 20th, Chaz? (laughs) No, I have you guys as 18th and then I have West Ham at 17th. I think, I think West West Ham could very easily be relegated. I think how bad they were last season is a little undersold. Like they, there were points in that season where I think they looked legitimately to be one of the worst teams in the league. And a team, if we're talking about teams that are not getting any younger, that is a team that has serious age issues that they're not resolving. I mean, the Skamaka debacle is like really pitiful. You know, you sign a player that doesn't really fit your profile. He doesn't work out. You sell him for 15 million less a year later, leaving your striking options, Antonio, and Danny Ings, and you are relying on Suchek, who last year looked borderline like you couldn't have him in, a, like you shouldn't play him at all. And your signings with the 100 million you got from Arsenal are going to be McTominay, Maguire, 
and you know looking at these it's just like legitimately insane transfer strategy i mean today they're like oh yeah we want to bid like 30 mil on ward prowse it's like i I mean i hope they want to score a lot of corner kicks and free kicks and penalties i mean great set piece guy but right now that team looks like very bad (laughs) i would say i think like they've are perhaps the team that in this window has gotten the worst and they were not very good to begin with yeah Declan, like i think Losing Declan Rice is an insane thing to lose. Like, watch West Ham games from last year. That dude was their entire team at points. So, yeah, yeah, which is why it'll be interesting to see how effective, not effective, just like how will he dominate games for us? I don't know. I think he needs to get a little, he seems a little nervous still, but I want him to be running full field like he was some of those like crazy runs he would, he had last year. Um, Yeah. OP. Let's hear it, OP. Yeah, honestly, I had the same as you, Turner, Luton in, in 18th, and then Sheffield and Forrest. I feel like, you know, Forrest, yeah, Brennan Johnson. I Personally, and I've been kind of waiting until we have a pod to say this, I just don't like Brennan Johnson. I love when you just vibe. Where you're just wishing on their downfall. I mean, yeah. I'll be out for years for me, but uh, Dude. no, this is going to be. I think this is a question we have to ask next episode is like, what's the player that on vibes you just hate? Like, yeah. and it's it, Brennan, I, dude, for me, it's Brennan. Yeah, I mean, we can do it right now. Yours is Mount. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's pretty, it's been pretty obvious. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, my classic one is <laughs> I really don't like Sun for some reason. I think it's all because he of the like Rudiger incident and just like that game, like, really pissed me off. Um, He's also yeah he's he's a he's a diver son's a diver yeah the divers he players that he plays of oh pobrecito like I I didn't touch him like hard wait I I feel that I feel that I feel yeah. like Gibson will be who you really hate though P after the day <laughs> wait who 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 Rashford no Gibbs White White oh yeah dude I know he <laughs> he's just a little twat but but we can. Uh, yeah, at the same time, we were stupid to sell him. So it's just like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, cause I think he actually is, is pretty class. And like, pr- I think if Forrest goes down, like he should stay up in another uh, team. He'll like- go somewhere. I thought I always found it funny though, about the Gibbs white doing the fingers in the ears is that uh, Mateus Cunha does <laughs> the same thing. And is like, like then scores his penalty and does the thing back to him in his like first game for Wolves, like gets yeah, the badge yeah. and everything. I was like, <laughs> it was like some irrelevant Carabao Cup penalty shootout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, first round of the Carabao Cup was today, so in case you missed it. Um, but um, well, I guess we've done the league table generally. You know, close this you know season preview episode with I want everyone's player of the season and disappointment of the season that can be a team that can be a player that can be you know the country of england the united kingdom i can be really anything but i want to leave this open to you and maybe maybe a a special job for like most uh surprising team or there we go yeah yeah. best surprise worst disappointment uh, Chaz, you start us off. Uh, let, let, let's let, let's hear. Let's hear. Like let's let's do like the your. Let's do maybe not best surprise if you can't think about that immediately. But disappointment this season. Oh, I got it. I got you, man. Don't, yeah. don't you worry. You don't have to do all three if you want to build. Uh, build. My disappointment of the season is Manchester United. <laughs> really? Um, like what yeah. do you have? Yeah. So like, 
I have this very strange like thing, I think with this Manchester United team, I think they're like really good at certain things and are now at that point where they have to make the next step, you know, a lot of like their, you know, you've got this like core, like certain players, core players that are now like hitting their peak ages. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I think the signings that they've made, you know, this heavy, heavy reliance. I mean, I'm, I'm concerned about where they get goals from. I don't know if Rashford can replicate the run that he had that I think was very important to do that. I am, you know, I think Rashford was luck. Like last season was had his most injury free season in a, in a bit. I mean, he was healthy, which was great. I mean, he's an amazing player to watch. Um, I'm interested in Bruno's production this year with like a significant creative load. I am forever unimpressed by their a lot of their winger options. Like I don't rate Anthony. I think I wish Sancho was better than he was. Like I loved watching him at Dortmund. Super They're all bad. Garnacho is by far the yeah. best. I hate that kid. Like that kid okay. always me. Garnacho worst vibe. Like I yeah. Also, I I do find absolutely hilarious that Garnacho like. His Instagram name is Garnacho Seven. He posts like seven everywhere, and then Mason Mount gets the seven shirt, and that's gonna bring me to the other things. I think Mason Mount is exactly what you need to actually bring your team up a level in terms of like he's a very inch good tactical player. There's a reason that managers play him every single game, and it's because he does the specific job that you set him out to. My question would be: Is that the job that Manchester United need him to do? For this team to work. And I think, no, I think they need him to be a better attacker than he has ever been. And I don't know if he can. And then I'm concerned about a defense and fullbacks that are at best. Like, yeah, I mean, like there's some good players or some of these places. Like there's some really weak I think spots. they're quite average. And they're one injury away from being awful. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. It's like, if you have to start, I mean, but like, if we're talking right back options of Dalo and Juan Basaka, like those are in the premier league of today in which there's more money being spent on players than have ever been before in which like Newcastle and Villa are making like signings that other team, like, like the average team in the premier league is making signings that 15 years ago would have been ridiculous. The, the, the fact that Mohamed Kudus is going to leave IX for 40 million and go to Brighton is insane. And it just speaks to the Premier League's financial power. But it's also like, are you telling me that you would not take Estupignan on Brighton over like any man, man you fullback? It's just like, there's these things. It's like, I think the league is more competitive than ever, especially in that like three through nine phase. And I honestly don't know if Manchester United are going to be there. I guess yeah. a surprise of the season is... Unlike you, Ollie, I actually, I'm really interested to see Nottingham Forest this year. I think, like, by the end of the, like, year, sort of figured it out, at least a little bit. Um, yeah. But the team I'm really interested in seeing is Burnley. I'm, like, fascinated by what Burnley do this year. I don't know if they're going to be the best team, but I'm actually, like, really interested to see a team that was so reliant on dominating possessions and so dominant in the championship make the step up. And then I guess player of the season, it's a boring one. It's hard for me to go against Holland in this one. I think, you know, I think he conceivably, the in my opinion, the only way he loses player of the season is if City lose the title. I think if City are not 
winning the league, he does not win player of the season, even if he's the best player. And I don't actually have that big a problem with that. Um, Cause I think it easily, you know, if Arsenal win and you know, Sokka bags like 15 and 10, it's going to be Sokka. So I think that's my three. I'll leave it up to. Can I quickly just say, I don't know how Ajax is going to feel the team after this summer. They've sold everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I don't know if anyone's been registering this, but like, I've just been like, wow, who who's still on every player? Like, Timber. Yeah, I mean, they've had like, like uh, I remember it was like. like Dorami is supposed to go to someone. Uh, like, like that dude, Brobby. It was just like, it's just absurd. Anyway. My favorite uh, part of this, though, was um, Toddich calls like a meeting with the board and the captain of Ajax. And he's like, I need to meet with you because like, this is unacceptable. Like how many players were losing goes in the meeting. Like two hours later, it's like Tottich to leave the club. <laughs> I was like, I do not know what was said in that meeting, but it was not what he wanted to hear. Players. Anyway. Um, do you want to go last OP? You want to. Uh, I don't know. I feel like mine, are, I'll let you go last turn. Cause I feel like mine are not even that cool, but um <laughs> i would say yeah play of the season did you do your 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 team play of the season or you just said prem just prem okay just prem yeah i gotta agree holland and then um though i wish it was someone different but i, I just think that they he's not unless an injury stops him he, he won't won't be stopped this season um and uh i don't know surprise of the year I think, and this could just be a hot. So you, I, I could just be blowing out my, you know what here. But if uh, we're a kid show, but um, <laughs> if I, I just think in CISO twenty plus goals, I'd like to see it. Uh, let's go that FPL draft pick in round three. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, it was not. Three, oh, in but... CISO and Rodri, that was the back to back. That was the back to back. That was a dream back to back, and you guys are you are ready for it. Damn, but yeah, Damn. I think I think he's gonna pop off. Um, All right. Damn. Okay. I like it. I mean, when he scored that goal against Chelsea, I was like, dude, this dude's crazy. <laughs> so Turner. He looks comfortable too. Like it's not even like he it's not like he's scoring and he's out of his mind. It's like he's scoring and he thinks he's it's meant to be doing that. So no, very did you, uh, did you do a disappointment of the season, OP? Was it oh, uh no, I think um I don't know. I, I mean, this isn't a crazy one, but I think Son will be a, an, another. Wow, well, I don't want to bet against him, though. I don't know. I don't have one. I don't have one. All right. Uh, Jesus. Come on, man. Go out there. I don't, don't want to say. I don't because I, I think he is such class that, like, I don't want to just put that on the record and then it just let be... your words live in infamy, man. <laughs> I, I went out there and said, I don't believe in Manchester United. I don't think they're like, I, I said, bro. <laughs> Look, gotta, yeah, you gotta let your words. I mean, Chris probably has uh my my text in the group chat that says it has to be ours this year, probably framed at this point above his bed. Uh, oh, easily. Send me the screenshot. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, you know, you gotta you gotta you gotta let it all loose. But uh, geez, player of the season. I mean, yeah, Holland's the obvious one. I feel like because I said Liverpool are gonna do so well, maybe like. I weirdly think Nunez is going to be crazy this year. Not, I don't think he's going to like outscore Holland, but I think he's going to be really, really good. So maybe Nunez is Salah, um, or another big year for like Robertson or Van Dyke. But but it's most likely me Holland. I don't really have a crazy shot there because I feel like Arsenal also as a team just spreads their goals so evenly to some degree that there's not going to be like a we're not going to have a twenty plus goal score. Um, 
So uh, that being said, so I'll go a pretty boring, not real answer for player of the season. Biggest disappointment? I kind of want to say, I think Burnley are going to be in like 17th. Like everyone has them at like 10th or like 12th uh, to 10th. I don't know. I, I, no, 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 not you, not you, Chad. <laughs> but like a lot of people, I've just seen predictions and everyone like has them. I'm not saying they're not, they're bad. I'm just like yet to be proven. I, I think they'll be just survive relegation or like be right around relegation. Um, we're just still an accomplishment to stay up in the Premier League. It's not, it's not nothing. Um, yeah, accomplishment. I think maybe Brentford as well will have a really bad season with the Tony, Tony being out. I'm intrigued to see how they're, I guess maybe that's not super surprising that they will be the disappointment, but maybe like a 14th place for Brentford this season, like something like uncharacteristic like that. Cause just so competitive with the top eight, like even like 11th would be kind of like, I don't know, it would make a lot of sense for them, but would maybe not be where they want to be. Um, and then surprise this season. I was thinking about this one. This one just sounds like me just spitting gas. I think it'd be really awesome if, like, Raul Jimenez had 20 goals this season. Uh, <laughs> well, I, that I don't think it will happen. Yeah. Oh, wait, is that? If he knows where the fucking pitch is at this point, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I feel like that's me, like, that's an anti wolves comment. Um, I'm just saying... Like with no, Michigan, no, I'm still pro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like that, or um, I want to say, like, I, I wonder, like, I, I'm there's just so many question marks in some of these like big players on some of these, like, like, yeah, how good Tottenham will be this year? Like, will East is Isak a 20 plus goal scorer? We don't really know. There's so many different ways to interpret some of these good teams. I, I feel like I don't really, it's very hard to pinpoint. Um, but I will say I'm really excited. I'm really bummed. I'm on a flight, unfortunately, during the Burnley City game. But that will be such a cracking first night. I hope it's not a blow up from City. I hope uh, Burnley show up for that. And uh, yeah, I'm just really excited. I mean, I, I think I get it. I'm acting as if we're we've ever hit like two pods, uh, two pods in two weeks. I hope that's the the flow that we keep hitting. But I would love to talk about. I think Chaz and I maybe did like two or three years ago with the Super League. Um, just how the the, the ethics of following uh football right now uh with hey man the we've got so we've got episodes to come. Not to end episodes to come. Not that not that we need to end on these last words, but just more that I don't know. I feel like I'm choosing to be very present in my cherishing of football right now because although already it's quite grim in terms of just how much money is being spent i feel like it's just gonna get worse and uh there may be a day where you know it's just yeah, who knows it's just like it's just it's kind of sad that it's it's getting as egregious as it is but uh you know we're now we're now also the spenders i can't keep putting that title on other yeah. people so well i just like to close with an announcement that uh after a great you know how many years has it been like almost seven years the heads in the game podcast that we will in fact be taking our talents to Saudi Arabia uh <laughs> this to start this new season the uh, official all all podcast please <laughs> um there yeah. will be no swearing and I'm certainly not drinking a beer because that would be of course of course um, but, I mean <laughs> the, apart, the apartment hunt the apartment hunt in Riyadh is crazy yeah. right I'd like now. to thank uh Saudi Airways Saudi Aramco uh president Mohammed bin salman uh but in all seriousness we will tackle our ethical concerns in another episode just like to thank again ollie and turner for being here today super excited for this season um side note if you are not watching the women's world cup 
there's some great games this weekend. Um, almost all of them horrible to watch in the United States, um, except uh, there is a hilarious matchup between the Netherlands and Spain, um, which is amazing to watch in the U.S. because it's the game that the U.S. should have been playing in if they'd won their group and then decided to win some knockout games. So 9 p.m. Eastern this Thursday, Spain-Netherlands should be an amazing game. Uh, to all of our listeners who have kept subscribed after years of inconsistency, thank you. Uh, new ones, thank you for joining us. And Ollie and Turner, I'll see you guys next time.